to The Constant Struggle, Episode 2. I'm Bree Watson. And I'm Nick Watson. This is a podcast where we talk about our constant struggle. struggles. Plural. Artistically and, and otherwise. But, yeah. But mostly. The other struggles that come from trying to be artistic. Right. In our... In our life. I'm mushing my face. So, Brie, we're about to double our, our productivity here. Well, how do you mean by that? Well, this is episode two. Yeah. Oh, you're right. We're This is 50%, 100% more. Yeah. 100% more show than, than we did. currently have. Yeah, it's pretty good. So, I think we should post that on the on the interwebs. Our... 100% better than the last. Well, not necessarily better. Let's just but say different. More. <laughs> yeah. And more is better. Yeah. So I was thinking, Brie, what we could do is, uh, well, because I work for Corporate Canada. Right. And you work for a corporation as well. I do. What normally happens is when you have a meeting of people, you go through the minutes of the previous meeting. Right. I almost said previous. That's what I say whenever I'm referring to past things that I've uh, done. A portmanteau featuring your name. Exactly. Is All it right. a portmanteau, though? Previous. Yeah, it is, because it's it... smushing two words together, pre and previous. But I thought you still had to have the full words in por- in the portmanteau, because portmanteau is two full words. It is, but I don't think portmanteau is a portmanteau. It'd be... Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, portmanteau well, is just a cohort of it. The word portmanteau should be pomanto. Are you <laughs> was... sure? I'm pretty sure. I have a friend whose sketch troupe, or improv troupe rather, is called Portmanteauster. Oh, okay. That Which is a portmanteau. But well, why are they putting a toaster on there? Because th- that's the portmanteau. Okay. This is the, the, they've got portmanteau and toaster, and toaster okay. into a portmanteau. Well. <laughs> anyway. I think, I think clearly we need more research on this before. Anyway, the minutes. Please. Yes. The minutes. So, I so you're turning to... this into a boring conference meeting for all of our listeners. Exactly, because <laughs> that's uh, what we have to deal with. That's true. So that's what you're going to have to deal no, with. No, and the, oh. the the way I see this podcast is uh, it's it's detailing what we're doing artistically, right? Yes. Yep. And uh, I'm guessing for people who are listening to it, uh, they're going to be hearing how we're dealing with stuff, and we're giving them ideas on how to do stuff to do their own artistic stuff. Sure. But, Right? While, while sim- simultaneously uh, working away at their own... Their own stuff. Their own stuff. business. Basically, it's a lot of stuff about stuff. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Anyway, minutes. So, yeah. Well, like, what we what we said we were going to do last week is uh, I said I was going to come up with a new project. Ooh. And have you come up with your new project? I think I have. I okay, think so I've nailed Are it. you just going to read through what yeah. our previous and minutes then we are? And discuss. then we'll go... Point by point. Okay, this, so yeah. new project. And the other thing was, I think I, I said I was going to do a networking thing. Ah, wonderful. Okay. And um, I can't you, remember. Did you happen to take note of the things that I said I was going to do? I didn't. I only okay. wrote down for me Fair because enough. I was like, I need to do this. And I had the idea last night that we should do this as a, a, a minutes situation. Well, so I'm going to do, do it remember? as a chronological time thinker kind of person. So I'm just going to run and go get my day book. In the meantime, talk about your week. My week. My week, well, like, I guess I had a big event happen last night, uh, writers-wise. What's that? I received my first rejection. Yay! 
Rejection. What was it for? It was for a short. I think I mentioned last week that I was. I mean, last month I was going to submit a short story. Um, and it was uh, one I've been previously rejected for uh, because it was for the Toronto Star Writing Competition, and I didn't, in fact, win that year. But so, that's not necessarily a rejection. No, that's well, just didn't I didn't even win. hear back from them, so it's obviously I didn't win. Right. Um, so I just... Uh, that's just rude. Can we talk about, like, basic decency when responding to, uh, you know, artistically creative applications? Yeah, well, I think the thing with the Toronto Star thing is that thing's huge. Yeah, so many people. Right? So but even just like an automatic... And they're a newspaper. They need the money. They can't afford to be sending out extra stuff right now. It's a very tough business for them. But like if you, you have a sub... Let's say it's a web... Or an email address you write to them. Yeah, right? totes. Is there an email that you could get automatically that says, Hey, guess what? We received your email. We're going to review it. Just something like that that says, Hey, this isn't... You didn't I don't know. make it. I find comfort in knowing that. Well, the way the contest. Anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. Just to know that they got it. Yeah. That's important. Mm -hmm. I never even considered that. I I just automatically went with they read it, and I'm not a very good writer. Oh well, that's maybe not the best attitude <laughs> to have. No, but... I mean how they do it is I think they have a bunch of people um, from oh, I want to say Humber, but anyway, there's there's a writers class or uh creative writer people who do the initial sift through oh, okay. all the short stories okay i don't know how many rounds of that happens and then it goes up to their select board of reviewers and these are like published writers and things okay. like that anyway so yeah uh they they say that you'll only get a heads up if you're being considered okay so uh i wasn't you and anyway if you're not yeah well, so I mean, that's, there, I, there are thousands probably of people who yeah, yeah it's a huge contest it's yeah, probably yeah. one of the biggest in canada well, that's good. I and mean, the important thing is, you don't have to send any money to them for the contest. Oh, so you just submit your yeah, thing? you just submit. So oh. they're good, and you have to be, I think, just a Canadian, uh, a Canadian to do it. That's the only requirement. Or I wonder if it's like subs. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So what was this thing that you submitted to then? This, this time? thing was oh, let me leaf through my paper and my notes here, and this was a an anthology. Okay. For a, steam per, a steampunk works, uh, short stories and stuff like that. So it was called Clockwork Canada, brackets anthology. Okay. And uh, what uh, what Dominic Parisien is doing is he's putting together a whole bunch of Canadian short story steampunk stories. What's uh, a steampunk story? Oh, steam. Well, steampunk's a style of. Jeez, uh, oh, it's like an artistic style. It's oh. um, it's like an alt alternate history where electricity hasn't really taken off and everything's powered by steam engines and things like that. Wow, that's It's like cool. neo-Victorian. Have you not seen this at all? Steam no. stuff? All right, you know the intro to um, CBC show Murdoch Mysteries? Right. And it's how like I'll blink boop, boop, boop. Yeah, that's like yeah. steampunky music. Oh, okay. And it's, I it, thought that was just old-timey Murdoch music. But Well, yeah, but the, the music is very steampunky and it's just basically... Uh, we're living in a world where uh, it, everything has just kind of stayed the way it was during Queen Victoria. Okay. Or, I don't know, what would the Americans call that? Like 19th century? Sure. Like 1800s yeah. and stuff like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. So it's just like timelines of adventures that you'd have riding a Zeppelin right it, now okay. and so things like that. Oh, that's cool. And your story was already about Yeah, that. it was already steampunky and ah. I just uh, I just tried to shoehorn it into more things that they were looking for, which is maybe why I didn't. 
importantly, the rejection letter was really nice. The oh, guy was cute. like, uh, I'm sorry, it's not going to fit in with what I'm looking for. Yeah. I really like the, the setting uh, and the work you did on in the theater because it takes place in the theater. Oh, that's cool. That's a cool setting. So it was like, he made it known that he actually read my story and he said, sorry, it's just not going to fit. So I was like, that is possibly the best rejection I could get for my first rejection. Did and they tell you to like... Keep it up. It was like a best of luck finding a fit for this somewhere else. That's cool. So it's like, yeah, it's like such a nice thing. So it's now hung up in my office wall. That's smart. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know if you saw my Facebook update, but uh, our English teacher, Doug Janik, asked me if I pulled the Stephen King and hang it up on my bristle board like he did for his countless rejections before getting published. And you did. And I said, yeah, I hung it up there like uh, an old Adams Division championship. That's what you gotta do. Yeah, and I've, I've got it all detailed. Like, when I get an acceptance, I'm gonna have it hanging from the rafters like a Stanley Cup banner. That's smart, yeah. But right now, it's just a divisional championship. I mean, right. it's good. You know, a lot of work went into it, but, you know, you, did, you, didn't, you didn't win the, you you didn't didn't win the big the show. Cup. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good. That's important, though, because, I mean, as an artist, you're gonna get so many rejections before... <laughs> something hits yeah it's just it's good it's yeah yeah, part of the process you can't let it discourage you and i think that's the best attitude to have is why not it's a sign that you did a thing yeah it's a step up from not hearing anything or not submitting anything or yeah yeah all right so submitting something in the first place right not hearing anything that's step one right (laughs) step two is hearing something and i guess step three would be winning millions of dollars for well there you go Yeah. yeah it's like so that's what's next I don't know if we're going to have another show, because obviously when I'm a millionaire... Yeah, well, you might not have My time. struggles won't be applicable to the plebs. You're right. So my- this might be our second and last episode of The Constant Struggle. And uh, next next month will just be me inviting you over to the money pool. Oh, great. And we could go swimming in the money. Oh, wonderful. Look, I only want to go swimming if there's caviar covering the deep end. You monster. <laughs> uh, I remember my first rejection. <laughs> oh, do tell, Brie. Um, I think it was just... Uh, in case you guys can hear it in the background, Brie's cat is just going to town on... It looks like the wrapper from a Cadbury cream egg. Brie's cat is really cool. <laughs> Her name is Jellybean. Oh, it is a Cadbury cream egg. (laughs) All right, cool. Sorry, your first rejection. Uh, yeah, was from McSweeney's, which is a bar. No, on an online uh, comedy website. Oh, okay. And he did the same thing. I guess the like the pub publisher or the guy who runs it was, and apparently he's known for this. He'll like write back or he'll write back to anybody who submits, and he'll be like, "No, sorry, not didn't work out for this one." I'm sorry, I don't know what McSweeney's is. Is it just a comedy's website? Yeah, it's like. it's like Shouts and Murmur. God, Shouts this is Murmur. all stuff I should know what this it is. is. from The New Yorker. Okay. It's their, like, comedy uh, section. So McSweeney's is like that. Um, it's what like do you that sort submit? Of short stories or jokes or... Yeah, short stories. This was a short story about... Um, uh, always... <laughs> about being the girl on the baseball team. Oh. Yeah. and you, Tokenism. Tokenism, well, not even, it's just, or, or I guess more like, um... Vaginal tokenism. It was vaginal, that sounds... <laughs> graphic? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it was just because there's, as a girl on a baseball team who has played baseball, or softball, I guess I should say, for a long time, there's always that sort of point you have to deal with where somebody, when you know you can make a play, but somebody's gonna throw it to a guy instead because he doesn't believe that you're gonna be able to make the play uh, because you're a girl. That's lame. But I had made it funny. Okay. 
Um, but it didn't get. But I think yeah, it was, you know what it was? It, it, when I submitted it, it was like the end of August. So it was kind of like, well, it's not relevant anymore because, oh, because September, baseball season is yeah. kind of like done. Like when they're going to publish and stuff. Like exactly. That. So That would have been a better springtime exactly. thing to submit. So I, I should revisit it and submit it to places now is yeah. what I should do. That's like the time I submitted that Halloween story to the Christmas factory. Yeah, no. They, they didn't like that. There that, was zero components of Christmas. You didn't even dress up like Santa Claus for Halloween. Well, that was a Christmas factory. So right. they don't even publish stories. No, they just make Christmas things. So you really got to A... Know what you're writing about. Make sure it's seasonally appropriate. And B, make sure there are actually publishers looking for writing. There was a story about a Christmas factory in China this year oh, that God. like employed a whole town. Oh, really? But I don't know. I Is don't that know. full of merriment or no? It didn't sound abuse like it of was workers. Full. It might have been the latter. Okay. <laughs> anyway, good times. Yeah, good times. Um, that's cool. Yay! So you wrote a thing and it didn't. And it didn't work. But yeah. who cares, man? You wrote a thing and you sent it out there. So are you going to continue uh, sending it places or are you just going to put it on the shelf for now? Oh, that one's going back in the shelf. Okay. Yeah. Uh, to Well, if I ever see anyone else asking for steampunky stuff. But I want to move on. I want to move to my next story. Okay. Uh, and project. Because I, I feel like I need to get to work on producing more stuff. Yes. Like and, more writing. Yeah. And then finding out where... Uh, I can make improvements on. Well, that's good because it's spring. Spring is a time for a renewal. New projects come about. I've got a bunch of new projects on the go, too. So let mm. us jump to the new products part okay. of the meeting. Cool. <laughs> the meeting's over. Oh. Now it's back to the podcast. Oh, okay. Because I think we're done with the minutes, right? <laughs> yeah, but then after a meeting, when you go over the minutes, you then discuss new business. <gasps> oh. Right? So this you're might right. be new business. This is new with. business. Yeah. <laughs> All right. First rejection. New projects you were working on. Yeah, sorry. I was going to actually had ask you how do you before we go to oh. new projects. How do you deal with rejection? How do you Bree deal with rejection? Because um, I clearly post it large on my wall and I celebrate it like a minor championship. I cry a lot. Do you eat chocolate? And, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. I was <laughs> no. like, oh, that's really sad. Um. Sometimes I get angry, especially if I think it's something that I. Well, because my experience with rejection, I think, comes more with from uh, performing than writing. Oh, that's so much more immediate, too, eh? Right. And you have the person right in front of you given the reject? Not necessarily. Like, oh. for example, in an audition, like, I've been to several auditions where you, you know, you go, you wait in a room, you do your piece, and then they're like, okay. We'll call you. Yeah, but they don't call you. Uh, they don't <laughs> call you. So it's just my, I dealt with it mostly with just sort of acceptance, like, like, uh, passive acceptance. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, I didn't get that one, but you got to go out and do the next one now. But I haven't booked one yet. So it's not like I have that experience, and it's not like I depend on that money to survive. Whereas a lot of people I know who have to go out and, and audition for stuff because they don't have a day job. Yeesh. Because, you know, yeah. they, they depend on this money to sort of... But they're, they're used to it, and usually they get booked a lot, you know, so... Or the good ones. Not the good ones. The ones, I don't know. The experienced ones. That probably helps so much, eh? Like, you, you, you're you bringing something to the table. You're saying to these people, look, I'm dependable. I can deliver yeah, this. Yeah, for sure. You don't have I'm, you don't have that yet because you haven't nailed your first commercial. Exactly. I bet as soon as you can get one, then, like, the doors open a little bit more. Well, that would, yeah, that would be the, the goal, I guess, the dream. Um, but then when it's something that you actually care quite a bit about and, and you, you know, 
uh, or you, you could really see it benefiting your career and you don't get it, then it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, why not? Uh, all right. Quenching our... Our beer thirst. Our thirst. Um, not in a way to get drunk, but in a way to just... To limber up for Marin tonight. That's right. Oh, yeah, we're going to see Mark Marin tonight. The godfather of podcasts. The podfather. The po- oh, that'd be a great name for a podcast. The podfather. It probably exists. That's a movie. About a... About a podcaster and uh, Mafia Don. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, he's like totally talking about. Welcome to Podfather, <laughs> where I discuss uh, the life of running a major crime family. And oi, is it gonna give you a podcast? You can. <gasps> oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Turn down. Turn. You'd have to put the cotton. To. Yeah. That'd be interesting. <laughs> the FBI would be all over it. Oh, big time. Quantico would love it. Oh, uh, you've been watching a lot of X Files. Oh, I haven't been, but yeah, good point. That's why I know where that is. What are you dealing with? Is there anything you want to raise brief before I check my checklist again? Um, I don't know. In terms of rejection, yeah, I don't know. It's it sucks, right? For so my rejection here, it didn't feel sucky. It felt like it was a win rejection. Okay. Because it was like the first one where I hear back from them. I think. It, I wasn't expecting much at all. Sometimes I think the worst thing about performance uh, rejection is when you're like, you see maybe who did get selected for it, and you're like, well, what, what do I lack that that person has? And, and then when you sort of can't justify it in your head, and you're like, well, why? You feel bad about yourself? Yeah. Dude, I've been listening to The Nerdist, the, uh, you know. Yeah, 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 I'm familiar she with She talks, <laughs> this comes up like how... Uh, Chris really hates going out for auditions and he'll always bring it up to actors and stuff like that. Yeah. And the ones who take it in their strides are the ones who realize that uh, when you're a director or a producer or whatever, you know specifically what you're looking for. Exactly. And you're basically just not hitting that. It's it's a luck of a draw kind of thing. Yeah, well, often it comes down to things like, oh, the way you look, in which case it's like, okay, well... Why did I even come out here if it was, you know what I mean? Like, you have my head shot. If I didn't yeah. look the way that you want me to, then why am I even here? I don't know. Maybe they're expecting a certain, or no, not expecting, maybe hoping for a certain energy. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, but then, anyway, it, it's always that sort of thing, like, well, I didn't do something right. When sometimes that's not the case at all. No, I don't. Even, yeah. I think overwhelming majority of the time, it isn't something you've done wrong. Right, it's just. It's just uh, you don't the person looking picking, to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's still, I don't know, I find that sometimes hard to wrap To contextualize? Yeah. yeah. I don't know, like, maybe well, I'm wow. better at taking failure because I've had six years more experience failing. <laughs> yeah, I remember, <laughs> like, I don't know, I feel like people have that, like, that, that life-changing rejection moment when you're like... I don't want to fail at this anymore. Yeah, or like, um, for me it was like, um, when I was in high school and stuff I used to get good grades and all that good stuff and then I uh, wanted to go to the University of Ottawa or I wanted to go to university but the reason I wanted to go to Ottawa is for the page program yeah and I didn't get into the page program and I was like furious and uh, and it was like that was my first like big deal rejection I feel a lot of people are can be really egotistical or really like full of themselves until they get that one big rejection that helps you put things into, con- yeah, it helps you put context, things into context. Sorry. And you're like, 
you know what, this wasn't the be-all, end-all. If I'd have been doing that, then there's no point in doing that if yeah. this, then what, but, you know. Like, but seriously, Paige, is Paige yeah, really a huge stepping stone? I know, stone it, I know. Like, it's like, Paige, what? minister, prime minister. Yeah, that's how it works. Nailed it. But for some reason in my head, it was such a big deal, like, running around and bringing coffee. Basically, you know, slaving away for MPs was such a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, I think I'd rather make fun of them than bring them coffee. So. Yeah, way more. I think I'm in a, probably in a better place. That's your real house. Yeah. Uh, do you watch political stuff really a lot? I, I If you follow my Twitter, <laughs> uh, you'll notice that I need at least three different countries' political events to be going on at the same time for me to fuel my rage. Okay. Like the UK, the US, and here in Canada. Well, those are <laughs> so the West. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, there's. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't really follow France's politics, but I'm sure that would be fascinating. Yeah. Uh, I watch a lot more American stuff by virtue of the fact that Dan oh, loves yeah. American he politics. He loves his CNN. Yeah. Free. Of course. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> WordPress. Yes. Blogging. What about blogging? What about blogging? <laughs> what about blogging? Um, how did. The... <laughs> Here's my question for you, Bree. Okay. WordPress. How does that work? <laughs> really? Just like, how does it work? And why? Are you... What should I blog about? And uh-huh. why blog? Uh, I think blo- why blog is a good one because it's, uh, it's sort of, if you're interested in writing and sometimes you get uh, the writer's block, yeah. having a blog is an excellent way to just sort of write about whatever. Just, to, just, keep, just to keep Keep writing. the motor running? Exactly. Um, I have a WordPress account. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily have to go to WordPress. Like, a lot of people are doing things like Tumblr now because it's... Oh, yeah. You know, like, Tumblr is a good place to do it. For Tumblr, for me, it's about uh, comic book stuff. And, oh, okay. And gifts. <laughs> uh, architecture. <laughs> oh, interesting. Well, but, I mean, you can find all that stuff on WordPress as well. Okay, but it's the pictures. Anyway, so WordPress. What the heck is it? I thought it was just a blog thingy, but... I can't figure out how to... Uh, being stu- this is boring. Never mind. I'll do it myself. I'll what? try to figure it out. Um, I just don't know what to write about. I don't want to do a daddy blog. Oh, well, so you just have to find what you write about. I I have a... Uh, is it straightforward blog- to set up and everything? Yeah, it's very easy to set up. It's very user-friendly. I have uh, one called clowncollegeconfessions.com. Yeah, see, I look at yours and it's like, oh, cool, I should be doing that. But when I go to log into the thing, it's like, how do you how do you start? What the heck? Oh, well, you have to log in. Eh, well, that's okay. We'll do a tutorial later. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I, only, I use it for my blog uh, as well as for um, sort of promoting different projects that I'm working on. Yeah, I like reading your thing. Mom loves it. <laughs> Are you being sarcastic? No, because she totally follows everything you're doing. Oh yeah, that's true. She likes it because it keeps track of what I'm. Where you doing? What I'm up to. Um, yeah, mom's one of your biggest fans on it because she keeps asking me if I've read yours. And, oh, that's oh, nice. I keep forgetting to do it. Uh, well, at least I used to before I had Twitter all set up, and now yeah. now I think you post it on Twitter when you've updated. It yeah, stuff, normally right? I do. Yeah, well, that's just it, right? Like it, it sort of connects to your other social media. Yeah, and you can write more than you would on Twitter, and and, and more than you would on Facebook, because those aren't really the kind of mediums for for long long forms. Form. Yeah, but you could just use it to write little stories. You could write a story a day if you wanted. Oh, you yeah, know? yeah, like or just like ideas or. You don't have your set in stone, though, do you? You're not like, oh, I got to do my post for this week. No, I should be a bit more regular about it because of, for the past, uh, well, because last week, for example, or two weeks ago, I wanted to write about the experience of playing that, playing a show 
at a sci-fi convention because I thought that was kind of funny. Different. Yeah. It was different. It was funny. Well, and you I, could you could always write it. Right? Yeah, I could, but that's just it. I've been being like, well, I need to write that. I need to write that. I need to write that, and I haven't done it yet. Was that? Yeah, and I also wanted to write about the Vimy show that I did, mm. uh, the improv show based on the First World War, which was uh, a huge amount of fun. Yeah. I know a lot of people had uh, qualms about, well, not qualms. Concern? Concerns, uh, yeah, even like Doug. I'm a logistic. <laughs> we were talking Doug, and he's kind of like, well, that's an interesting thing to do. But I think oh, it's because yeah. people aren't familiar with long-form improv, which is very different than like, Whose line is it anyway? Style improv, which is probably what most people are used to seeing. Yeah. Whereas long form is really about a narrative and the characters. Exploring and, the and character. Exploring, yeah, exploring, living, living exactly. in the character, right? The honesty of the character. Oy. So, so you create, you know, you create a story around a, 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 let's say, a guy who was alive during the First World War. You just make up his story and his daily business, and it's not about mocking the process. It's just about, you know, taking people to that time and, and finding. Trying to find some humor. Finding humor in that, absolutely. Yeah. And it was, was more say, about the humor, humor and everything. Yeah, the humor of the day to day. And I was mentioning there was also like there used to be people people take military, you know, history so seriously, but yeah. it's not like like there's always been the Bob Hope who's gone over to entertain the troops. There's always been <laughs> That sort of entertainment. And the gallows humor of the troops as well would right. be stunning. You know what I always found fascinating about history? Like, what's that? Is wondering what's going on at the home front. The normal people. We actually did a scene. I'm sorry, not the normal people. The people the who civilians. don't have to go to war. Yeah. Yes. Like say We actually did an, an amusing scene about people back home. Yeah. <laughs> what is fun. that? That must be mental. I mean, we've, we experience it now because Canada's... Always going to oh, war with America and stuff. But it's not the same as... You mean alongside America, not with America. Ugh, whatever. <laughs> um, and, uh, no, like World War Two, World War One. that's completely different. Yeah, every, absolutely. Every country's heavily involved. Yeah. You're, like, all the world's economy is basically going towards killing each other. Yep. Uh, it's, what the heck is that like every day? It's freaking terrifying. But it's interesting, though, because, I don't know, you talk to, like... Our grandparents who yeah. weren't over well, who are I guess only yeah, they were just like, yeah, you gotta around. do what you're like, do. yeah, man, you lived your daily life and you know, hoped you'd be definitely different in the UK because like, yeah, you do what you gotta do and hopefully you don't get bombed. Yeah, exactly. Whereas we weren't really getting bombed. No. I uh, mean there were concerns about U boats coming yes, to the lakes. Yes. I don't understand what okay. Well, anyway. Yeah. Holy cow. That took a little tangent. Bringing it back. Bringing it back. Okay, what's next on well, your list? I'm just looking at something over here that's pertinent to this section of what we're doing right now. Organization. Organize, yeah. I need to get back to my nerdist level of planning, Bree. Yeah, I uh, I have finished the book now, finally. <gasps> yeah. And I was like, okay, now I'm just going to keep it by my desk because I want to go over it and like highlight the parts that were... A, that I thought were a particular like Useful. usefulness, yeah. yes, um, which I should have done initially while I was actually reading the book. I did do that. Well, see that. <laughs> but did you read it like while it you were traveling and stuff? Like, no, 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 no. I did, did it. See, because I was always reading it on the go, uh, and I was like, well, I can't really bring my highlighter with me on the subway. And no, like, I would do it as my well before reading the uh, Art of War, but right. it was at, like my my daily hour. Right. I would take oh, the time. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Doing that is really, really cool. I need to get back to it, basically, because yes. I have to build my chart. 
I've hit my rejection notice, which I believe I get points for. Oh, excellent. Points, Nick. Yeah, and I think Mr. Hardwick is coming to Toronto pretty soon. He is. It's in September, but the yeah. tickets are not available. We yet. totally got to do that. I want him to get to sign either my copy of the book or my or your personal. Yeah, yeah that I would know. be cute. Be <laughs> I'd be happy with that. I think that the other one would be good. Because you must get that all the time, eh? That must yeah. be so fun. Yeah, probably. Mm. I find it amusing that he has problems going out to audition. But had I guess problems. Had problems, too. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. he had the anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, so what I was going to say is I'm going to got to get back into the nerdist thing. Mm-hmm. What I want to know, Bree, mm-hmm. is uh, what do you, Mrs. Multi-Show, mm-hmm. do to organize your stuff? Because you've got, like, roughly 17 shows a week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, like you've got, you're doing the Sheetot thing, you're going to be doing, you've this, got your show once a month. This uh, little guy here uh, is a is an agenda. Yeah. And I keep that thing with me all the time. Yeah, but that's just giving you like, oh, I got to do this show here. What do you do for prep? Or like, do you write a couple days ahead of time going, I have to prep for this show? Or Well, luckily most of the stuff I do is improv. So, <laughs> so you can just make it up. There's not much, yeah, there's not much <laughs> prep uh, required. Awesome. Um, in terms of, well, like, um, coming up, a new project I'm working on, I'm actually working on two new sketch projects, um, so one is I've agreed to write some sketch, and I know I need to write something before Wednesday, so I have that on my radar. Okay, ooh, that's, that's not a lot of time. No, but it also doesn't take too, too long to write a sketch, which is great, so I just have to give myself a, you know, some time to write You gotta block it off? Exactly. Uh, How long do you block off? Like... To write one sketch, what would you block off without? A couple hours? I might give myself one or two hours yeah. to think to figure it out. Yeah. Um, but the other one, the other one is more group focused. So right now we're at the stage where it's like we have to find a time for all of us to get together and meet to see how we're going to divide up our time and, and structure the project. And is stuff. this so, your sketch troupe? Yeah, this is a, well. It's a sketch project I'm working on. Apparently, how many how many folks in the Right now, it looks like we're going to be four. Oh, that's okay. That's not too bad. Yeah, and depending on what we decide we sort of want, we might hold auditions to get some more people in or or not. So, Mm. I don't know. It's still up in the air, so we still have to figure that out. Yeah, in my podcast listenings lately, I've been hearing a couple different guys from the the, the state, rather. Okay. And that sketch troupe was roughly the size of Alabama. Oh, big troupe. No, there were like 20 people or something like that. That's huge, man. It's so hard to get... But if you've got the kind of thing where you've got a lot of people and, and the people are interchangeable and that, like, you can, if somebody's not available, somebody else can jump in yeah. and play that person's part, that's good, but, yeah. It sounded kind of nuts. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's a lot of, like, I don't know. I let other thing. I prioritize that stuff. Yeah, above, above what, watching TV programs? Definitely. I very rarely watch TV. The only show that, well, like, I watch Mad Men religiously because mm. I love it. I'm too behind. Mm, it's so good. No spoilers, please. I won't. But I mean, like, I, yeah, I'm not as caught up on, in TV world as I should be. Like, uh, oh, I'm super caught up in Mindy still, even though the season's over, because I'm working on that the spec? On that spec. And I finally brought my spec up to the like the length it's supposed to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so now I just have to give it a one more once-over before I send it to somebody I trust to take a look was at it. Was this the person that told you how long it should be? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, oh, mine's not long enough. So now I have to read over it, maybe give it a couple... Back to the lab. Yeah, a couple more edits, and then it'll be good to go. It takes a long time. But uh, I want it to be good, you know? Because this is like... 
Duh. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I spoke to somebody who was like, well, your first spec is probably going to suck. And I'm like, no, I don't have time for my specs to suck. Yeah. <laughs> so I want, so I'm going to give it the time it deserves to make sure it's good. So if well, ever somebody who, does ask for a writing Who package, gave you, who said that though? Was it somebody who's been writing stuff for ages? Who's looking back at his first spec and going, oh, that sucked. It could be. Yeah, that's yeah, probably he, he works on TV now. So. Yeah. I, well, yeah, compared to the stuff that he has to like produce sort of constantly now. Yeah, it probably did suck by comparison. Right? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. A little bit probably sucky. not though. He's he's a funny guy. He's a good writer, so it might not have sucked. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair <laughs> I don't want to announce publicly that his specs sucked without having <laughs> read it. <laughs> I'm just guessing it sucked a bit. That's all I'm saying. Well, I don't want mine to suck. Is what I'm getting. I'm at. going up. <laughs> all right. Cool. Um, he probably doesn't listen to this, so I don't think it matters. But it, he might. Yeah, I'm not sure. Gonna, anyway. At some point. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, Jill and I submitted a pitch. Yep. So Jill is my, Jillian English is my writing partner. I think we talked about Jill last time. Okay, good. Well, I'm bringing it up. So last time I don't believe we had actually submitted the pitch, or we hadn't. So we submitted the pitch finally, so. Oh, cool. To, yep. So we're, we haven't received a rejection or an anything yet. Oh, all right. So I might have to do one of those follow-up things. How'd you submit that? Uh, An email. Email? Uh, Email. Mm, Okay, cool. Cool. So that was fun, and we're working on another thing now, too, another different web series that we're thinking about pitching. Do you need to, oh, you need to pitch that? You don't just do it? This actually for, like, it's, this is a, uh, the way that this particular thing is set up is they want specific, they want, like, an outline and a logline and specific things. In a world. In a world. No, they, but it's, uh, anyway, so we worked on that yesterday, and we're probably going to send it out tomorrow, so. So it's a bunch of like these little things, these little nuggets that I'm working on right now, trying to get moving. Um, but uh, moving nuggets. Moving nuggets. That doesn't sound gross at all. It does sound a little bit gross. Um, <laughs> How about you? You were going to talk to me about your new project that you were working on. There we go. Come up with a new project. What can I say? Uh, it's going to be. Have a you come ghost, up with it? Oh, it's okay. a ghost story. It's a ghost story. Set in a pub. Cool. So I'm like. Uh, it's the whole write about what you know. <laughs> you know about ghosts. Well, I know about pubs. Okay. Yeah. I, I like the pubbies. Okay. Um, no, and I really like ghost stories. And like, um, not the scary ghost stories, but the proper like, you know, I was up here and a glass fell kind of thing. Ooh. But I want to build up around that. You should like film that. Uh, well, this is the thing. I don't know how to go about writing it. It's like, I don't know if this is a story for a book or for a script. I'm going to go, I'm going to try script first and then... See how that goes. Yeah, depending on how long it is. and the la- Yeah, the last script I wrote was very much do this on a tiny budget. Right. And I don't want to worry about that with this. I just want to tell the best, funniest story I can and worry about anything else after that. You mean in terms of structure? Oh, yeah. Well, no, budget, like how budget, to shoot yeah. it. Like, yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. Um, yeah, the script, I've submitted that to my producer friend. and Oh, right. He yeah. hasn't read it yet, so. Okay, cool. he's a busy, busy man. Well, he runs a production company. It's, it's supposed to be like a freaking buttload of work to do that. I guess I, I don't know. It's tough times, man. It's tough times. You keep getting money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was explaining it to me. Like, I think what they can cons- they consult with people. People come to them and say, like, look, I want to. I've got an idea for this. Yeah, and they're like, well, we can help you. You yes. have to put this much money into it. But uh, by our research and what we could tell you is you're only going to get this much money back. Ugh. And he's saying he's getting a lot of people who's like, ah, no way, we're going to totally do this and get it. And they raise the money. Mm-hmm. 
what they they do their project and, and they, they get about the money that he tells them they're going to get. And well, I guess that's it. A lot of so people somebody takes partic- a major hit, particularly in Canada. A lot of the times you're doing it not because uh, you're trying to get rich, right? You're yeah. doing it because you want to entertain or you want to get your story or your yeah. They, the guys there. sound a lot uh, really bummed out. They're sounding like they're questioning whether we're in a business or in a hobby. Who, us particularly, or artists well, in Canada? Well, them themselves, oh. specifically, but you can extend it to us. I haven't been paid for anything, obviously. It's not come close to that. Well, you, you get, you yeah, get I produce paid shows. a little bit. I produce but... shows and usually end up getting... Well, that's just it. The, the, the goal is to... To, to be successful to at it. To do it until you get money, off yeah. means, right? It's to... It's a traditional profession of, like, you're creating something and you're selling it in a marketplace and that's what you live off of. Yeah, the thing is, uh, if this system in place doesn't have the capacity to really promote it and get it out there to the general public... I think, well, that's part of the problem. The other problem is, basically, the general public are all able to produce stuff. Yeah, but not everybody does. No. There's that If everybody could do it... Then well, they would, right? The way they were seeing it is this is a line of work where so many people want to get in on it. Right. Because they see it as this means of... Sounds like he's trying to discourage you or dissuade no, you from No, no. They sounded a little bit bummed. I don't want to say who it was on this in case I'm not portraying it accurately enough, but it seemed to me they were getting a little bummed out about the state of Well, the I think right it's now. important to not get bummed out. Well, of course. I mean, look what's happening in New Brunswick right now. Well, Huh? Oh, uh, not New Brunswick, Nova Scotia. Right? Yeah, what's going on? I saw some tweets. Yeah, like, they just like... they, they shut get, down the Nova Scotia film thingy? They or? slashed it. Ugh. They slashed it by uh, something like 75% or something crazy. So they used to is get... Is this the province itself or is this a federal thing? I think it was a province. I think oh, it's the province. Because yeah, they used to get something like 100% subsidies or 100% subsidy for the, for, for the projects what? they were working on. No, and so now it's, Is that like... Uh, 22 Minutes and stuff? 22 Minutes, Trailer Park Boys. Oh, uh, God, that's amazing stuff. Yeah, there's some of the greatest stuff out there in Nova Scotia. And, like, that, a bunch of people come from the States, too, to film there, too. So they're Just not, to do their movies? And yeah, I think so. Like, the same way they do in Toronto and Vancouver. But, but they get huge subsidies in Nova Scotia, which is a huge draw-in for people. And they're cutting that, and... Nobody's gonna come. You know, nobody's gonna come. Nobody's gonna be able to... They have, like, a conservative government all of a sudden or something? I'm gonna assume yes... Yeah. Without Maybe. looking into it. Without doing it. any research whatsoever. Yes. Oy. So yeah, my new project, Ghost Story. Ghost Story. That's a- great. A Ghost Story, yep. A Ghost Story. Um, I think I hit a bit of a wall, actually. This, the, uh, No, not that's a writer's block. Okay. I, it wasn't one of these things where I'm sitting in front of a blank piece of paper. Right. I, I just couldn't figure out what the heck I wanted to write about. No, that's, yeah. It's a different kind of block than I ever expected I always thought it'd be a writer's block is when you have your story uh-huh. and you're stuck somewhere where like your character's meant to do something. You have no idea what he's meant to do. And you just, you know, drink yourself into oblivion staring at this blank page. Uh, but I was like, I can't even get to the point where I have a, a reason to have a blank page in front of me. I think, uh, yeah, you're, it's a different form of block. Your block is probably even more common than, <laughs> than yeah, the other one. It probably is. Uh, uh, I've been listening to the moment a lot. Okay. Uh, Brian Koppelman's thing, and he talks about how he was blocked as a writer for years and years. And to me, it sounds like something quite similar to that, just not knowing where to commit your. But that's when you just have to, to put that aside and just write whatever. You, you just something. have to keep writing. And that's what my 
the Artist Way book. Yeah. Oh, did you about, pick that up too? Uh, oh, the art. Sorry. Yeah. I haven't done the Artist Way yet. Yeah. I've done the... The Artist Way is like a huge, like that is its goal mainly is for people who suffer from writer's block. Just and how to get, get out there and write. Yeah, which is something, yeah, which is why there was like, write your morning papers, which is just like. Three, three pages. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, at least you're writing something. At least you're writing something. And then eventually the creative whatever will come. Yeah. Oh man, you know what? I should have totally did that. Right? But I was stuck in this, like, oh, I'm going to brainstorm a little bit, and I right. just didn't get to it. Anyway, I think well, I found a... somewhere where I want to go to next. So that's good. It's funny. It's, it's like rebuilding, retooling everything, getting the whole momentum of the, the production in my head going again. Like, I'm going to have to come up with the, uh, the beats that I want to hit and scenes like that. I'm going to do it a bit different. Then you're past story that yeah the yeah. last story i did was totally following the uh, save the cat right way right oh now you're doing it differently um yeah i'm gonna try to do a hybrid of save the cat and uh just trying to do my own stuff that i find really cool the same thing so i'm basically gonna try to block out 40 different scenes okay i have 40 different things that want to happen in the story okay so that's where i'm at right now with that cool mm -hmm. that's very and cool. i'm hitting different kinds of walls because I've got lady characters, and uh, I'm really turned off with the amount of sexual violence I'm seeing in uh, stories right now. In general? In yeah, like uh, in a lot of stories. I watch a lot of superhero stuff. Right. right. And the amount of times, sorry, not just superhero stuff, but the amount of times you see like, oh, this is a scene where this girl's going to get sexually abused is uh, coming up. I'm like, I'm so turned off by it. I'm like, I'm sick of seeing it. I don't, it's getting to the point where I'm like, I want to sit through the scene. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see what kinky crap you're going to be doing. Ugh. So I was I watched uh, Gotham last okay. night. And the, the guy's basically a serial killer. Right. Who forces women to be perfect for him. Okay. And it's like, oh, how am I going to kill you? He's going through all his knives and he's showing the girl what he's going to kill him with. I'm like, this is so depressing. You gotta wonder, like, no wonder it's so prevalent in society, you too. This is a concern I'm dealing yeah. with right now. Which is actually one of the things. <laughs> no, actually, I'm not gonna say it. I don't want to spoil it. But uh, similar issues uh, are on the project, project that I'm working yeah. with, Jill. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, my problem is I want to have... I love the strong female character. Yeah. As a white male writer, I feel it's my obligation to, for the love of God, get somebody other than a white guy in a story. Well, that's, yeah, considerate. <laughs> so I'm trying to get a strong girl lead. Yeah. And I was like, well, what? I don't want to have her deal with the stupid perils that I'm seeing everywhere. Well, like, it doesn't have to be, you know what I mean? Like. Well, the thing that's come up in my story is, uh. It's a specific ghost story that happens near my house at a, at a real pub. Right. So I want to bring that into it. Okay. And it was a woman who was victim of violence. Right. And I want the the scariness of the story to be, um, well, she's the ghost of this place. Okay. And Oops. she's not menacing. She's just like one of these ghosts who like... Oh, the oh, ghost feel... is a lady? Yeah, it's okay. a lady ghost. Sometimes they see her. Sometimes a bar glass will fall over and stuff okay. like that. Not... Not terrifying, but kind of creepy, and you yeah, get the goosebumps eerie, a little bit. Spooky. Bit. Yeah, you you like doing that. Your other one was kind of like that. Yeah. Well, the terror is gonna be there's a like there's a barmaid that works there. Yeah. She's very. Um, I think they just call them waitresses. A waitress. <laughs> or a server, if you want to be completely okay. gender neutral. <laughs> yeah. All right. She's a server. Yeah, yeah. Because there's food. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so she's a server, but she's very, you know, these people who are, they sense things, you know, but she's not like a super psychic. Anyway. She's like a Deanna Troy. 
Not that far. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, she's got a bit of connection with the ghost. Okay. And what happens is she's in a really crappy relationship with a super entitled, possessive boyfriend. Oh, that's not good. And uh, the kind of the badness of that relationship uh-huh. brings back the murderer's ghost who killed the, the girl's ghost. So now you have a very super dangerous, malevolent presence that drives the horror of the story. But, but I'm stuck in this place was like, well, this is going to be predicated on loads of violence towards women to drive my narrative. Huh. You know what I mean? But it's the, the and I'm like, well, what, how do I redeem that story? I think getting the women to solve their own problems. Why don't you just huge. write it? Yeah. And if you get stuck somewhere, imagine the character wasn't a woman. What would, what would a male <laughs> character, right? Sorry, that's, it reminds me of something I was thinking about <laughs> earlier. It's, um... That Jack Nicholson movie where he's an author uh-huh. and he gets confronted by a woman. Like, I love the way you write women. <laughs> and he's like, well, how do, how do you do it? And he says, I take a man <laughs> and I take away reason and accountability. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was funny because he learned the lesson in the end. Good, yes. What movie was it? As good as it gets? That's it! Yes! <laughs> Nailed it. That's a good movie. Great Kinnear. Um, Helen... Is it Helen Hunt? Yeah. Okay, I so have that... two... Oh, okay, sorry. Nope, sorry. Did you have something else on your list? Uh, I do, but we could use it for later. That was my project. You talked about your project. Yeah. So what were you just going to say there? I, I was going to say I have two big events coming up. Oh, cool. Uh, the one is the um, She Dot Festival that you mentioned. Yeah. In which my improv troupe, Fifty Shades of Fifty, will be performing <laughs> our first... Uh, in our first improv fest or comedy festival. Uh-huh. Um, so that's going to be a lot of fun. We've been doing some extra coaching as a result of it. Our coach was a male. Receiving no, coaching. Rece- yeah, yeah, receiving coaching. We're yeah. getting coached. <laughs> um, for, You're for getting coachella we're, we're going to Coachella. Okay. That would be fun. Do they have? I think party? it just finished. Okay, I was, but we're yeah, not yeah, going to Coachella. Drake got that big Madonna That's kiss, right. And he was suitably grossed out that weird. he hasn't dated her first. That's right, <laughs> you gotta get to know Madonna exactly. before he you let He felt like... bad about yeah. it. Yeah. Because she has such high standards. That's true. Um, so that's gonna be exciting. Mm-hmm. That, that whole weekend's gonna be great. Because there's lots of different... Um, Lady stuff going on. Lots of different hilarious women Funny performing. But also stuff. there's different uh, like panels... Oh, okay. And uh, workshops. And I'm also hosting a mixer, co-hosting a mixer for women in comedy. Okay, so good. That's a networking event that, that I a, don't have to worry about attending. No, you do. Not only do you not have to worry about it, you... you don't even don't go even, You're not even allowed don't to worry about there. it. <laughs> uh, no, so that's going to be fun. And it's for all women in comedy, not just the people who are participating in oh the festival. God. So you're getting every woman of comedy to go to this thing? Well, every woman of comedy in Toronto is okay. invited. Whether oh. or not they choose to attend is completely <laughs> up to them. Fair enough. And that's going to be at Comedy Bars. It's going to be great. Oh my God, so many funny women. In one Holy basement. Holy <laughs> Well, that's if they show up. So hopefully they'll show up. I hope up. you get a good crowd. That would be yeah, fun. Yeah, well, man. we did it for Sketchfest, and we got about... Funny lady networking. Yeah, man, it's great. It's great, because, uh, I, I mean, I um, encounter a lot of kind of... Uh, I feel like there's a lot of competition between women in comedy in Toronto, so it's good to have us collaborate yeah. on stuff. Uh, um, be, yeah, know. but there's a lot of... Co- yeah, you're saying maybe above the normal level of competition. 
Mm, yeah. <sighs> yeah, because like a guy. A guy's just like... I'm a guy. Yeah. Not I'm the guy in this troop. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so the, but so this will just be a, a wholly collaborative kind of uh, experience. Holy collaboration. Holy collaboration. Um, but also next weekend is a big weekend for all of the improvisers in uh, the city. Because it's the Second City General Auditions taking place. Holy crap. Are you going to that? I am, yeah. So the whole weekend is full of different uh, Q&As and meetings and mixers and all kinds of stuff to get people ready for their big audition. Yeah, for their big audition for Second City. And I, this is, I don't know, this is like the third time. What are you bringing to it? What are you? I'm bringing. Can you talk about it or? it's, It's improv. I'm bringing. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> it's okay. improv. I'm bringing. I want to. My, my, this year, what I just kind I was thinking I want to just go and like. <laughs> in the face. Wow. That's what I'm going to go. I'm just going to go and try to just like. Have you done this before? Yeah. Okay. Well, do they like throw. Do they say do this or. The like... process is pretty. It's the, it's the same for all Second City auditions that you have, sort of, if you're going into the conservatory program or, or any of the other programs. Yeah. Like, you show up, you're a group of about, I think it's about eight or maybe ten people. Uh-huh. They make you do, well, first they make you introduce yourself and say something interesting about yourself. Um, and then they. I don't know if I'm giving people insight so, into the process. Yeah, well, that's well, good. You, yeah. I'm sure there'll be people who have no idea about it. Like, it's true. Then like you the have... person sitting right here. Yeah, but, I mean, that's what the whole weekend is all about. So you go and you find out what the auditions are going to be like and oh. what they're looking for and, okay. what they're, and what you can expect if you get hired to work for Second City. And, oh, my gosh. And all kinds of great stuff. And especially because the Toronto Second City is, like, expanding um, recently. It's like, I feel like this is a big year for, for mm. this. Uh, anyway, maybe I'm just getting excited. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I'm it's super. Cool, I'm super excited about it's it. Crazy cool. Yeah. Uh, and there's uh, That's yeah, a. Yeah. So they 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 line you all up against the back wall, if you will, and then there's like short scenes between people where they're like, "Here's your environment. Go." And okay. Quick. Cool. Yeah. And you know, like quickly. So there's you can't prepare for it. You just have well, to be a good pre- improviser. Yeah, you can prepare for it by being, being present, a, being a good improviser, by being present, by listening, but there's also uh, a point where they match you up with another person, and you have to play sort of grounded scenes. Okay. It's like, so, you like, know, it helps to be, to be practiced. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, so you're not just sitting up there going, uh, uh. Well, I don't know, especially with grounded scenes, like, you're supposed to be sort of close to yourself as a human being. Okay. Um, Which is tough, because you have to know yourself. You have to know thyself. Mm. <laughs> so you have to go to the Oracle. <laughs> of Delphi? <laughs> or, uh, or Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Uh, Is it probably a little bit closer? Yeah, it's not as far. Yeah. You could do that on a bus. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be fun. So, dude, the other thing that we brought up in the minutes was the uh, <clears throat> networking. Yes. So you're doing a networking thing, but the I minutes am- was about me doing networking. Yes. I, uh, yes. And, I, and you so sent I me say, that link. Right. Do I say what it is? Why not? Yeah. Okay. For. In Canada. Canada. In Canada. And they're doing an event this week. Oh, is it this on week? On Friday. Okay. I, I just sent you the invite. In oh, perfect. You can see. It's, uh, Friday. Do we, should I say it on the thing? Or? Why not? I don't right. think they're, I don't think they're like a business. It's not exclusive so it's not like, or anything, yeah. right? No, anybody. Who, so anyone yeah. who wants to do writing. All right. So it's a hashtag. Okay. Hashtag ink drinks. 
Oh, cute. Uh, 24th of April, 8 till 11 p.m. at the, the freaking on King Street. Nice. So I was going to go to that. I was wondering if you were going to go. I uh, absolutely will not be able yeah, to. Yeah, because you got a thing on Friday. But my uh, friend of mine is probably going to go, so I'll put you in touch with him. Um, it's okay. Have time to Dan go. wants us to go soon. Okay. Because we have to go to... to uh, Mark Marin. Mark Marin. Dan's our uh, podcast mom, uh, who tells us when we have to stop podcasting. Because we have to go to the godfather of the podcast. The podcast. Mr. James Brown Marin. Cacao! <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's going to be so grumpy. <laughs> I don't know. He, he oh, you're right. a picture. Oh, of Toronto? No, of himself in a plane going, I don't know if I should see the pilot when I'm in the plane. <laughs> so I wished him well and told him I was looking forward to this show. Did he get back to you? Uh, no, but he was, like I said, on a plane. So. That's true. No, I, You're not allowed to Mary text does respond sometimes to I know. Me. You get excited. I get does. so excited. That's a good thing that you could do, I think, as a, like, as a popular person is give some of your fans love from yeah. time to time. On the but show. I tried to... He said that thing about he got a, into the Harvard... Lampoon, oh, he's nice. an honorary member. Ah, cool. And I tweeted something with like, oh, do you think they'll give you a show now? I know he has a show already. And he's like, oh, I got a show already, dude. I'm like, oh, God, no. no he didn't that. get it. He didn't understand. No, but he wouldn't because he doesn't know who I am and <laughs> right. stuff like that. I felt like an idiot. Anyway. Well. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm not a professional Twitterer. A, tw- a tweet? I'm not going to nail them all, Marie. That's funny that he said, I already have a show. Yeah, he does have a show. I wish I could watch it. You could be we like, did, I don't want to I know, man. <laughs> I did. I said, I know you have an awesome show based on your life. I was meaning a cheesy, uh, I said something about like a three camera piped in uh, laugh track kind of thing. And, but well, whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to make fun of that form either because I would love to write for a show like that. <laughs> I feel that I'm far above that no, as a writer. No, you're not. <laughs> I want to explore the human And they were condition. like, here's thousands of dollars Holy to work on a three camera sitcom like two broke girls. <laughs> you would be like, yes, please. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> that and I love Cat Denning. Because of uh, she's a funny woman. Seriously, her presence. I love really? watching her. I find her freaking hilarious. I, I mean, I did like her when she, she was, was on. awesome in Thor. Okay. Uh, she was all. She's she's like the nerdy friend okay. in Thor who hooks up with a nice guy in Thor Part Two. Nice. Uh, but no, she was. Oh my god, forty year old virgin. That's she right. Was, she was that's right. I saw her for yeah. the first time. She's yeah, yeah. awesome. Everybody in that movie was welcome to get to condemning chat. Put my toe. All right. So we're down to the home stretch here, Brie. Yeah, new projects. What else did I'm you have? I'm taking my list a lot. Um, this came up uh, during mid-block. And the question is, Brie, what's the point? <laughs> of life? Of ri- no, of writing <laughs> specifically. And why are we even trying to do this? Uh, my understanding was that you did it because you had to. I know, but so? like, You did it because you... I'm stuck in a place like... Uh, I'm a white guy of a certain age. Who who, exactly, who cares? Yeah. Uh, there's so many other people like me doing their stories and stuff. It's just another dr- drop in the lake and why bother kind of thing. What, what drives you is the question I was asking. What's, what's driving you in wanting to write? I, I have to. I love it and I want to do it. I, wanna, I think that what I have to say is funny. I think that, you know, I would love to give the opportunity to to show my creativity to other people and have them 
you know, enjoy it. Yeah. My, my, for me, it's about getting other people to laugh at what I write. If for me, it's like, because it's comedy, there's a lot of comedy element of it. If so I that's, get, that's just, just making people, just telling a joke and having people laugh. Yeah. It's huge. Making people, exactly. Knowing that like, without having written this thing, that somebody else wouldn't have enjoyed that thing and, I don't know. Yeah, you're giving something fun for people to go and do and experience. I think so. I don't know. I think I was a little bit dark that week. Right? Yeah, it sounds like you. That sounded a little bit down. I went. I went to I a little it, dark. Well, I hate it. Happens. Bit. It happens to the best of us. But sometimes, well, I don't know. What no, do I, I think, do? Like you, why are you writing? Like you. Well, you, I brought this up to my life partner, Catherine. Right. Um, and she's like, "Well, do you like writing?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> there it is. That's, that's your answer. And I thought about it. Do I like going down to the cave? To to your writing cave? Yeah. It's not the bat cave. He never calls it that. It's just the cave. Okay. I, I like the whole process of going down there. It's cold. I have to put my little jumper on. <laughs> into the office where I now have my uh, inspirational things posted up on the wall. Nice. With uh, my inspiration <laughs> Batman quote. Which is? I'm Batman. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, that's a deep one. <laughs> it's just like literally, I'm Batman. Uh, dash, yeah. like to tell you who's the person that says it. And Batman. Batman. <laughs> and there's a picture of Batman in the bottom nice. corner. Oh, I had one, but I don't know where. It's probably in this box right now. Uh, right now, the one I have up, as you can see, is the Beer Relentlessly Positive one, because I often go to... Oh, there, uh, sorry, I was stuck looking at Dark Helmet saying, Fooled you! That was the design for a t-shirt that I made. For my partner. Watch out. Oh, sorry. Oh, God. Sorry. Oh, oh lady products. That's right. Lady. That's what inspires me. <laughs> protection. Uh, oh, Bree's got a Hillary Clinton book. There's I another do. fantastic writer. I haven't read that much of it. No, I can't really tell. Oh, here we go. This is the one I keep. Oh, inspirational quotes by Bree. Yes. Ugh. You know, what else do I have? I have got a great Capullo Batman on there. I have a picture of Ernest Hemingway kicking a can, <laughs> which is basically how I see what I had to do as a writer, just keep moving forward yes, constantly. Absolutely. And I have a quote from my team leader's team leader. Which is? You are not irreplaceable. Oh, that's good. That's a rage quote. That just gets <laughs> me so angry I have to write. And what else do I got up there? I can't think of it right now. Maybe maybe I'll bring the other stuff next week. Oh, it's from Conezy. Yep. Work hard, be kind, and amazing things will happen. Oh, that's, that's Conan, eh? Right. Nice, positive man who works crazy hard. He does work crazy, and he's crazy smart, and he's crazy funny. Yeah. Yes. Conan might be crazy. But that's okay. I think you have to be crazy to do this kind of stuff. Seeing that special he did, like, after he got... Uh, after he lost the Tonight Show and yeah, did his yeah, own, yeah. like, I'm not allowed to be on TV thing. Yeah. You, I think you saw a lot about Conan in that. Like, yeah, this is what it insight. takes to be a freaking giant of comedy. For sure. Oh, so I shouldn't have said giant. I didn't mean it because he's a he's tall, tall man. He's no, because he's a freaking, <laughs> everything's about size. He's a large penis of comedy. No. No. Uh, because he's uh, got a huge uh, presence. <laughs> He's a very important comedian yes. to a lot of people. Absolutely. Uh, I remember watching his show as a teenage bopper. A teenage bopper? Yeah, when he first started um, on the... Oh, my God. When he replaced Dave. Right. That was nuts. Like, when Conzie took over that. 
I felt it was like I think I would have been too young. You were too young, yeah. yeah I, I was staying up way too late to watch it. You probably turned me on, Conan. Yeah, it was amazing. Like the year two thousand sketches. In the year two thousand. Yeah. It was great. The first time you see it, it's like, oh, get it? Because the year 2000 is not terribly far away from our moment in time right now. And don't they still do it? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, I'm glad they brought Andy back. Anyway. That's amazing. When they came back. Okay. So, undone things to talk about. Cool. Um, I don't know what to constantly struggle with this week. I guess just I'm going to be developing my idea. Maybe struggle should be to get out of the darkness. And into the light. Into the, yeah. What do you mean? To, your, your alle- your, to the allegory of the cave. <laughs> Get into okay. The- <laughs> no, I mean... So I should start doing well, like, yeah, what's? I think it's super unproductive to contemplate the... Of wallowing. The mere, yeah, wallowing. And the mere, why am I doing this? I had a big wallow. Well, no more wallowing. It's not productive. <laughs> no, it isn't. Right? Like, because if I was... I don't know, man. Like, sometimes I'll have a bad set, and I'm like, that's it, I'm quitting comedy. <laughs> I'm done, fuck this. <laughs> but uh, you can't, you know? Like, Can we swear on this podcast? <laughs> uh, yeah, I already did a big a big F-bomber. Nice. <laughs> about what I was going to do to my Second City audition. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I like, I think it's it's not very productive to be like, well, what am I even doing All right, for? well, that'll be my goal for this. Yeah. You're doing it because you have to do it, because you love to do it, because I I think even, like, you, like, mentioned in the last podcast, like, how much happier you are even just doing it than you You were. You know what happened? Yeah, what? My focus had changed from my next project to just doing the work to, like, I need to get something published. I need to get someone to throw some token money at me. No, no, it can't be about that. It has to be about the art. I know, but I, I want to get to the point where I'm getting feedback from people and stuff. Like well, you that. can get feedback from your peers and colleagues, though. You I have feed. You get feedback from me. You get feedback from Catherine. Yeah, Fine, I know, maybe. but I worry that you guys love me too much. <laughs> uh, well, at this in Canada event, you'll meet people that yeah, you'll be able totally. to. That's yeah, totally. That's going to be very helpful. Hopefully for that. That's so. That's good. That's a good constant struggle to mm. forget the financial element of it. It's not gonna come quickly. Like there's a lot of sacrifices that have to be made for. Yeah. No. My concern is like, uh, I feel very much like I'm on the clock, and I don't want to waste my time with failure. <laughs> I just want to succeed right now, mm, which no. I guess is maybe not the way to. You should read it. that Variety uh, mag or uh, was it Variety? I don't know where it was. Variety. It wasn't Variety, but they probably retweeted it. But it was uh, Matthew Weiner, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Matthew. laughs> who's the uh, creator of Mad Men. Yes, and it the whole thing is uh, how to how to keep it up. How <laughs> Matthew Weiner how to keep it. Up. No, that's not what I meant. If you're like as an artist starting out, yeah. how to keep writing and how Mad to keep Man, working. Madman was a failed idea, right? Well, like he had that before he had his idea for whatever massive show we had before Madman, which oh, was I don't remember. I thought oh, uh, I don't know. But the the article is a lot about like a lot of the times you see uh, you know, successful mm-hmm. uh writers be like yeah and then and then there was mad men you don't yeah. see like well then first i had to do this and then i had to do this and yep. then i had to do this okay um, i think we gotta go re- okay we gotta wrap it up well we're gonna wrap it up now because we have to go we don't we don't want to miss mark Marin. nope um so yeah so your constant struggle for the week is gonna be to, for the month for the month stay positive stay and positive. go do my networking thing this friday so your networking 
and I guess mine will be to make it through the auditions in the she dot. And just do your best, crush it. Crush it, and then I guess to keep uh... keep crushing. Oh, I have to write some sketches. Actually, I have to write some sketches. So okay, yeah. Constantly struggle at Constantly writing. Constantly struggling. So uh, yeah, keep. Uh, thanks for listening, and yeah. Uh, Hope you're enjoying it. We should soon be available on iTunes. Cool. But for now, just keep... Apparently, if you... It's going to be a constant struggle to listen to us, it sounds like. But if you go to... No, if you go to <laughs> our the website at uh, theconstantstruggle.podbeam.com... I have a feeling if they're listening to this, they know where the website is. Yes, but if you go to the website itself, yeah, yeah. there's a spot on it that says listen to this podcast in iTunes, and that'll oh. bring it to your iTunes Oh, cool. I'm going to do that. Yeah, then, so, so in the meantime, it. you can listen to it on iTunes by doing that, but hopefully soon you'll be able to download us directly from iTunes. Cool. All right. All right. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thanks so much for listening. All right. See you Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, my God, I got to pee. Not after the one day. Not after the one day.